Hey, we're Aaron and Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God. Helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. And today we got a question for you. Are you a liar? So this week, we thought it'd be important to pose a question. Are you a liar? Because sometimes, I don't know if you guys can relate, maybe you don't think you're a liar. Maybe you don't think you struggle with Mm -hmm. being a liar or lying. And so we thought, hey, let's pose this as a question and just put the the idea out there to consider whether or not you struggle with lying. Yeah, because there's things in our life that we lie about and we don't see them as lies. Um, we see them as um, fudges of the truth or white lies or all these other ways we want to say it. Um, Another thing we do is we say, oh, I don't want to hurt my spouse, so I'm just not going to tell him the full truth. And you know what? The, the Bible is very clear about lying. Uh, we know that in the Ten Commandments, which is the first place I think of when I think of the word lie, mm-hmm. um, you know, God's moral law tells us not to lie or to bear false witness. And so we just thought that we'd present the idea, the question that you guys could use this episode to discuss in your own marriage if there's areas that you lie about. Um, even in the little things, uh, God does not like lying. He hates it. The Bible actually tells us that liars will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. It talks about all these other things that um, are not going to be a part of that. And so he desires his children, us, especially marriages that are chasing after him and are desiring to do ministry for him, to evaluate ourselves and, and ask ourselves, are we liars? And is there any areas of our life that we, we lie in that we can you know, ask for forgiveness in and actually ask God to change us in. And so we're going to talk about it today. We're going to bring up some scripture and we're going to talk about how we've struggled with it in the past and currently, you know, get tempted with it every single day. And so why don't you start off and um, you can, you know, introduce some of the things that we're going to talk about today. Well, um, first off, you mentioned um, it's one of the commandments and it's in Exodus 20. And, um, you know, we we teach our children about the Ten Commandments, yep. and one of them is not to lie. And so why don't you just read that verse yeah, really quick, so and it's we'll talk in, about it. Yeah, uh, so the first place that the Ten Commandments shows up in is, is in Exodus chapter 20. So if you don't know that, memorize it. Exodus chapter 20. It's where the, the Ten Commandments get first presented to the pe- people of Israel. And don't just listen to us read the scripture. We want you guys to get your Bibles out. We want you looking at yeah. these scriptures and reading them for yourselves. Yeah, so it's in chapter 20, verse 16. It says, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. And so that word neighbor is a good word if you want to talk about that for a second. Well, I mean, we've shared it in other episodes before, but it's just this idea that your closest neighbor is your spouse, okay? Your Mm. children are your neighbors, your neighbor is your neighbor, strangers are your neighbors, everybody in your proximity and who you interact with and engage with are your neighbors. Yeah. And so since, as we always say, your spouse is your closest neighbor, the things that the Bible teaches us about how we should be to outsiders or to the world, uh, our spouse should be getting that first yeah. and as and as well as everyone else. And so am I bearing false witness against you? Am I um, presenting um, untruths, falsities, lies to you in any part of my life? You know, it could be a white lie. It could be, you know, uh, omitting the truth. Uh, 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 yeah. Omitting the truth, which is also lying. You like, only tell part of it just yeah. enough to get you by and get that guilt off your chest, but it's um, not actually full. And the Bible, this isn't the only place it talks about it. It talks about it all over the place. Um, God clearly hates lying because Mm -hmm. God is the God of truth. So lying is the opposite of that. And that's why we thought this was important to talk about. And, you know, so the Ten Commandments, we teach our kids. So anytime, you know, one of our children 
lies. Which said, happens. <laughs> which happens because <laughs> it's in our flesh. It's natural to protect ourselves, mm-hmm. to hide from the truth. They're tempted in ways just like we are. Yeah, exactly the same ways and in many more ways as well because they're just so young and fresh. So um, as parents, we want to help um, cultivate a heart of truth in them. We want mm-hmm. them to be able to speak the truth and um, walk in integrity. I think when we um, teach them these things, especially yeah. uh, not lying, it forces us to consider whether or not we are actually walking. Because we don't want to be hypocrites. Yeah. You know, and so when it, when it comes up that we use the opportunity to say, hey, you know, the ninth commandment says, do not lie, mm-hmm. you know, and are, are you lying? And then, so instead of it just being our voices of reminding, of telling them why they shouldn't lie. We're supporting it with scripture. Yeah. The scriptures, the Bible, God's word is telling our children mm-hmm. why and how they should be. And so we, we bring these scriptures up a lot. We're like, Hey, you know, then what's the ninth commandment? Do not lie. Yeah. You know, what's the fifth commandment? Honor your mother and father. Yeah. <laughs> so we bring these up often. So we just want to start with God's moral law. Mm-hmm. He just, he says it right very in the beginning of the Bible. Don't lie. Yeah. Don't be a liar. Hey, we just want to thank you again for listening to this week's episode. We just wanted to let you know real quick about a devotional set that Jennifer and I have written called Husband and Wife After God. Uh, The purpose of the devotionals is to help you draw closer to your spouse and to God. We wanted to read you one of the reviews. Uh, This one's from Samantha L. And she said, I'm in love with this book. It's helping me to refocus daily on what a godly wife should be instead of what we see as a norm in the world around us. The activities, scriptures to look up and prayers to pray are helping me to focus my daily life on God and my husband more than ever. So all you need to do is head over to marriageaftergod.com forward slash devotional at the end of this episode and get more information about the Husband and Wife After God bundle. And um, so we want to, you know, it's easy for us to to think like, well, of course I don't lie. Like, I'm not going to, I don't do big lies. I don't say, but like, what are some of like the little things that we do that's lying it's bearing false witness that we don't even, we might not even be thinking about. Maybe they're, they don't even realize they do. Um, well, I don't know. I can't speak for them, but I know for me that, um, something happened recently with us that I felt really guilty about and had to confess and let you know, uh, that I, I repented of this specific thing. So, um, (laughs) you were getting frustrated with the kids because they weren't brushing their teeth. They were kind of chomping on the toothbrush, playing with it like swords and like just not focused on brushing all the bristles, (laughs) their teeth, which I think kids do, but, (laughs) and, um, we were getting ready to go somewhere. And so you were in the bathroom with them and. I'm usually the one that is with them in the mornings, getting them ready for their day, uh, doing that whole routine. And you made a comment from the bathroom and you said, have you been teaching the kids how to brush their teeth? Because you're, you're getting so frustrated at them not doing any sort of brushing of the teeth. It was almost as if they'd never done it before. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But they do it every day. (laughs) Yeah. And so, um, I, I came out even more frustrated because I felt like this is an attack on my motherhood. Like I, of course I'm teaching the kids that I'm They need to brush their teeth and how to do it right. And so I said, yes. And I went further to explain. Like, of course I do. How, I do it every day, and I how I teach them. Yeah. And um, and I lied. I exaggerated what was true to make myself feel and look better. And uh, because I was embarrassed that they were having a hard time, and and I thought, 
Well, I'm also frustrated that I even brought it up. Yeah. 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 And so, um, I don't know if it was that same day or maybe the next day, but it was just... Actually, I I feel like it was like a couple days later after like a, like something happened that triggered it in you. Yeah. Well, I, it had been on my heart ever since the moment it came out of my mouth. I was just, I was really upset about it because Mm -hmm. I don't usually lie. So when it does come up, I, I recognize it right away. And, um, and so I remember finally getting the courage to tell you, Hey, I need to talk to you. And I was so embarrassed because now that I've told the truth to try and exaggerate who I am as a person and what I do on a regular basis, I had to confront that, 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 that wasn't true too. And so I, I remember telling you, like when I told you that the kids are learning how to brush their teeth, I lied. And that, um, although I do teach them, I mm-hmm. don't teach them every single day. And sometimes we're rushing out of the it's house. It's been a consistency issue. And yeah. I just quickly put toothpaste on the toothbrush, hand it to them and kind of like do this quick, get it over with thing. Yeah. And had I been more intentional with the kids, they, they would be brushing their teeth better. Um, but I, um, repented and I told you that I, mm-hmm. I was sorry, not just for lying about it, but also for not spending that intentional time to teach the kids. Cause that right. is part of my job and part of the routine that I'm supposed to be having with them. And so that was really, mm-hmm. really recent. And I, I don't even remember why like that, that temptation came and I yeah. did it and it was really, well, it's, sticky. and I, I forgave you of course. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't even mad about it because you know, little things like that happen. And, um, over the years we've gotten better at being honest and open with each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, to, and I'm not immune to this. Uh, I, an example of me is, and this has happened several times in the past and the, the husband's um, listening might agree with this. Um, you know, I tell you, I'm going to be home at a certain time. Like I'm spending time with friends or I'm, I'm doing this, you know, a project or I'm out mm-hmm. and about, and, um, I leave a little late later than I, I said I was and I'm, and I, or I forgot or I lost track of time. Mm-hmm. And so you would call me and I'd be like, Oh, I'm right around the corner mm-hmm. and I'm just like, just leaving. Yeah. And I'm and not, you're racing home. I'm not right around the corner and I'm speeding. <laughs> well, what is right around the corner? That's exactly. how you justify it, right? Ju- you're like, like, I am on my way I home. I could be like, I am on my way home. But in reality, the truth was I was late. Yeah. And I did not pay attention and mm-hmm. I was, um, I was unfaithful to my word mm-hmm. and I lied about where I was and how soon I was going to be home to, and the reason we do it is like in our flesh, you know, when I mentioned the toothbrush thing, your flesh immediately is like, oh, this is something that's going to hurt me. Like I feel like you need I'm to gonna, defend it. I have to protect myself. Yeah. But it always is because of something that we had already decided to do earlier, mm-hmm. some sort of, you know, ne- negligence or sin and that's where the temptation comes from and they don't have to be big things mm-hmm. but the thing is is that the the holy spirit doesn't desire us to have any of that in us and god god's heart is that we would be people of truth and light mm-hmm. and those things those little lies it's darkness it's separation it's not being honest it's not being open it's not being light and if we are in a habit of those little lies which is often like we don't often just jump to like boom big lie like we're hiding a second family or something like that. We don't jump to big things like that. It starts with all of the little, you know, I get comfortable with my wife, not knowing the full truth of things, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the danger for us. And that's what, you know, our, our, our savior wants to save us from is us being okay 
with all those little things. Can you speak a little bit to as to why lying affects marriage or how? Like, the, what are the different mm-hmm. ways? Well, like we've mentioned in many episodes, is it's it's immediately darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not being fully. Um, forthright it's hiding because we usually lie to protect ourselves mm-hmm. our flesh is somehow going to be harmed by this so we we lie we we tell um, we say things that uh, protect us um, other things that it does is we lie when we want to get our way mm-hmm. and so it's manipulative um, let's say I you know I want your attention or I want affirmation or I I want something from you and I lie to get it Mm -hmm. and I manipulate you with my words and my untruthfulness and what that does is that that turns us from a oneness and a team and a loving relationship to a lording it over Mm -hmm. as Paul tells us not to do and a manipulation and I'm controlling you with my words and the other person feels that like they can they can usually sense you know they have this Right. Sense in their heart that, you know, they're either being lied to or something's not quite right, even though they mm-hmm. don't, they may not know what. Yeah. And about. sometimes you don't recognize it, but all that's doing is, is making the relationship fragile and cracked mm-hmm. because we are allowing that darkness in. And you know what it does? It gives a foothold to the devil. Oh, totally. And we have an enemy and he hates us and he's going to use whatever he can. Mm-hmm. And he's going to use our own desires and our own passions and our own sin to dismantle the ministry that God's given us, which is each other. Right, which is what I was going to speak a little bit to. What I've noticed from um, lies coming up in our marriage is that it breaks that unity and trust. Like it really tears down uh, my ability to trust you, your ability to trust Mm me. And um, that's when doubt pops up and insecurities. And it gets really hard to move forward, especially in any sort of mission to, um, or ministry Mm -hmm. to serve God when we are not on the same page or we are not close or we're not being intimate because of, because of lies. Mm -hmm. And it, it, if we're lying in our marriage, what's going to stop us from lying outside of our marriage Mm -hmm. to someone we're witnessing to someone that we're sharing the gospel with someone that is in relationship with us in our, in our church and fellowship and they ask you like, oh, how how you doing? And you're having a rough day and you're angry and bitter and frustrated. And you say, I'm great. Mm. That's lying. Yeah. That's a good and, example. Um, or you're, you're, you know, you meet someone that you don't really have a close relationship with, but they, but they are genuinely curious about how you are and you want to avoid having a conversation. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I'm great, man. Good. Versus actually, you know, um, I could use prayer mm. because of this. And so we, we end up lying to people outside the, 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 our marriage because it's so easy inside of our marriage. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we wanted to talk about this. And I want you guys to ask yourselves and evaluate yourselves and look inside and say, like, is this something I have a habit of doing, even yeah. in the little things? Yeah, that's good. You know, because it's, it's just it's darkness and it's not how God created us to be. Yeah. So um, one of the scriptures we wanted to read today is Ephesians 4.25. It says, therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. And I love this verse. I feel like it speaks especially to this example you gave of, um, are you lying to your Mm -hmm. community? You know, when people ask you, how are you doing? Are you lying to your neighbor? Are you lying to the body that is supposed to be united as one? Um, Because lying will will destroy that. It will... It, well, it absolutely doesn't yeah. cultivate unity. No way. It actually makes it feel much more fractured and mm-hmm. impossible to have real, real relationships. Mm-hmm. 
and we've all experienced this. You have a relationship, you're like, man, I just don't know. Maybe I don't think they're lying to us, but we don't ever know the full truth. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't know where they're at. Yeah. They say they're great every single time I see them, but I see these posts online and it's just what they, what I see looks different than what I hear. Mm-hmm. You know. Another thing you said was um, we lie to try and protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed about lying is because you're trying to protect yourself, mm-hmm. when something else arises that contradicts that lie, you have to lie again just to protect yourself again. <laughs> and it's band-aids. like this. Yeah, it's really terrible. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I, I was just thinking about this in, in relationship with other Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, how many times have you told someone, hey, I'm going to pray for you? And you don't. And you don't pray for him. I'm guilty of that. I've done that. We, we all do. Yeah. It. And maybe we forgot. Maybe we, but what it is, is it's, it's the intention of our heart was never to pray for them. We just wanted to take a quick break to ask you, if you are enjoying this content, would you please leave a star review and a comment review? This helps us spread the word about Marriage After God and and just all the episodes that we have to offer. And we would love uh, just to get that reach out there. So please, again, if you have a moment, just um, take that time to leave a star review and a comment review for us. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the episode. You know, we desire to, we, we wish we were that kind of person, but we say, hey, you know, I'm, oh yeah, I'll pray for you. Sweet. And you walk away, you go about your day I, with this specifically praying with, for people. I've gotten, I've tried getting in the habit because I would do this. I would say, oh, I'm going to pray for you. And I leave and then I'm like, I never prayed for that person one time. Um, praying right away. Okay. I was just going to say that exact same thing. Well, I was going to interrupt tell you. Me tell me an example. You. Like, well, I just have, you know, girlfriends that will, I'll, be sharing where they're at and even if they're just over you know to hang out in the backyard mm-hmm. the kids are playing and I'll I have to be intentional to stop and say hey let me pray for you otherwise it slips my mind or you know we, we yeah. get busy and it's not that I'm trying to be dis- deceptive in that yeah. I want I do want to pray for them but um, unless I make a habit of praying for them right away I do forget and we also mm-hmm. have a, you know a text message string with all the um, women in the fellowship and when mm-hmm. somebody puts out a prayer request, if I say I'm going to be praying for them, I have to stop and pray for them right away. Otherwise, I yeah. do feel like I'm not walking with integrity. So the you know, it's not necessarily that we're trying to lie when we say we're going to pray for someone we don't, but it's not having the mind and our heart in that place. You know, in Matthew, um, Jesus says this in Matthew five thirty seven. He says, "Let what you say be simply yes or no." Anything more than this comes from evil or from the devil. Mm. And so this is the idea of like, is our, do, do we care what our words are? Do we, and do we think about our words and say like, oh, my words matter. Mm. You know, as it tells us in James that our tongue is, is like a flame that could set an entire forest on fire or it's a rudder that can turn into a large ship. Like it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Do we care what our words are? You know, I feel like this also speaks to um, the commitments we make, mm-hmm. which are followed by action. So you gave the example of, you know, I'm right around the corner because you committed to being home at a certain time yeah. and then you failed to do that. And so um, I, when I think about this, let, let your yes be mm-hmm. your yes and your no be your no. You, you have to know yourself and know your capabilities and know your your mm-hmm. commitments and follow through with them. That's being integrity. That's being a man of your word yeah. or a woman of your word. Well, and where the lying comes in or the truth telling when you fail, when you mess up or when you're, you know, when you can't fulfill the commitment or the, what you're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, that you agreed to doing, you tell the truth mm-hmm. and you own up to it. That's the idea of owning it. Like, Oh, you know what? I said I was going to be, I'm, I didn't, I wasn't, I'm very sorry. And I just, I, I'll next time I'm going to be much more careful. Next time I, I'm going to leave earlier. Next time I'll, I'll let you know if something changes. And so that my wife knows where I'm at 
in my heart. And I can trust that. And that you can trust my words. Mm -hmm. Our words matter. Our words are are the intentions of our heart. It says out of the overflow of your heart, the mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. So if you're telling lies, even if they're little ones, that's what's in your heart. You're storing up lies in your heart of like, I'm not going to tell the truth. My wife's never going to know the full truth. I'm not going to tell her this or, you know, the, the things that I want to hide from her because I like to hold on to them. Um, and then on the other hand, like my relationships with others, I'm not yeah. going to tell the full truth to them because I don't actually really want them to know me fully. Mm. That's just not what God desires for us. And you know what? There's, there's two contrasts we want to look at here. And the first one is going to be in John chapter eight. So John eight forty four says this. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Okay, that's a heavy scripture, right? And he's talking to the Pharisees about this. But we got to ask ourselves, like, are we liars? Because if we're liars, who are we acting like? We're acting like the devil, He's not our father. We don't want him to be our father. We have a father. Okay. But if we're walking out our days lying, then we are we are uh, reflecting his image. And we don't want that. We have an image. Mm-hmm. And so would you read uh, the contrast to this? Yeah, it's in Colossians 3, 9 through 10. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Who's creator? Our creator. Who's the creator? God is. So whose image do we want to be in? We want to be in God's image. Yeah. That's who we're we're created in. And that's also who's saved us Mm -hmm. and who's regenerating us through knowledge. Mm -hmm. And you're getting knowledge right now. So do you, you know, take this and just leave it and say, well, no, those little things are not big deals. Or actually, I want to present these things to the Lord and ask him to transform those areas of my life. I want to be a truth teller. I want to be light not darkness. I want to re- represent my father in heaven, not the father of lies. What I also like about this verse is it gives you that imagery of the old self and new self. Mm-hmm. And when we are walking with God, we are a new creation. And so we just want to encourage you today. If you have, if you're looking at your life and you're like, man, I've been a liar. I've been lying to my spouse or I've been lying to my community. Or mm-hmm. if you just, even if they're just small lies and you've, you're recognizing that, that can be your old self. Walk in the light of Christ, walk in the knowledge that they, mm-hmm. that God has given us through his scripture and um, be renewed, just like you were talking about. Yeah, he's renewing you every day. Mm-hmm. And this is what we get to walk out as, as Christians. You know, the Bible tells us to, to work out our salvation. Yeah. You know, we have a salvation. God freely gave it to us mm-hmm. by us believing on his son, Jesus. But he also gave us his Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to transform us. And it says in first, um, it says in Romans, that he's giving life to our mortal bodies. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing. So we just want to encourage you, like, we don't need to be liars. We, we're not slave to the old self anymore. We're not slave to sin anymore. And it doesn't mean that the temptation won't come because it does come. Every day. All the time. <laughs> um, but it's a matter of walking in integrity and telling your flesh, no, yeah. I'm not going to do that. And if you're watching this right now and you feel like you need to confess, the Holy Spirit will will guide you in mm-hmm. that way. And if, and if he does... Um, I just want to speak to the the spouse receiving that kind of confession. Be graceful, be Mm -hmm. forgiving, be someone who's going to uphold them with accountability and love and support, because that is how we've experienced a uh, just renewing in our marriage of trust building, of love, of um, connectedness and oneness being restored, um, because you can't have 
one confessing and one not forgiving. It just doesn't work that way. And so we just also want to be an encouragement to you to yeah. make sure that you guys are walking this out together and that you're encouraging one another. Yeah. And it's just good for us to be evaluating ourselves always. Mm-hmm. This is not um, a works mentality. This is not anything like that. This is purely learning to walk in the truth that the word of God has given us yeah. and the power that the Holy Spirit's given us. And that's what the good news is. Mm-hmm. The good news is that he didn't leave us dead. Mm-hmm. You know, we were dead bones before and now, and then he's regenerated us and made us new and given us new life. And the spirit of God lives in us. And as Galatians five, chapter one, um, or Galatians five, three, verse one says for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. So that's what we get to walk in freedom. Mm -hmm. We don't need to be liars. We're not of our, uh, we're not of the um, father of lies. We're not from him. That's not the image we're created in. We're creating God's image and we, he has his spirits in us. And so we can be truthful and honest because he created us and lives in us. So we just hope that that encouraged you today. And uh, we, we're excited to see the fruit that comes from this. We just pray that your marriage is blessed um, by this, um, you know, what we talked about today. And that as the body of Christ, as Christians in this world, that we would be light and salt and that we would learn to walk in truth and not lies and that we would um, be in unity with our spouses and with the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. So we'll see you next week. Did you enjoy today's show? If you did, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review on iTunes. Also, if you're interested, you can find many more encouraging stories and resources at marriageaftergod.com and let us help you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. 